0: This is TK-226. We've had a small band of rebels in Sector 2186. Alert Team Scarif. And would somebody please deactivate that blasted alarm?
1: Lord Vader, we've alerted... The
2: rebel incursion has compromised the Citadel. Yes. There are Imperial files that must not leave this facility.
1: They
0: will be neutralized, my lord.
2: Good. allow the rebels to access the control tower. I will deploy the garrison and deal with them myself. The Scarif Podcast must be protected at all costs, Commander.
0: Are those your orders, my lord?
2: That is the scuttlebutt. This
1: podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit
0: red5network.com. Well, I just got to say welcome, friends, patrons, scuttle buddies, and true believers to another edition of our Quick Cuts show. A reminder, we take three topics or questions and have friends on uh, the show to pick them apart. Uh, The topics, not the friends. Uh, Breaking them down and seeing where we stand on said topics. And, of course, we got Shanti uh, is also joining us whilst on vacation. How's that going, Miss Shanti girl?
2: Lots of naps.
0: <laughs> Lots of naps. <laughs> it's great. That's hilarious. And obviously, we want to thank uh, a, a big thanks to our boys uh, at the Escape Pod. Fellow Red Fivers, Don and Brady, how are you guys? Hey, how's it going? What's up? <laughs> doing great, doing great. Excellent, excellent. So uh, we got a few people in the chat. Let's say hello to them right after our little uh, musical interlude. Uh, anybody got your club and shoes on? Let's hit we'll the... Let's hit the dance floor now, shall we?
3: This station is now the ultimate power in the universe
0: it's yes. true yes it is thank you very much guys uh in the chat we got a whole bunch of people in the chat you know this is probably the earliest we've ever gone live uh, we usually don't do the uh quick cuts live but uh to tonight we're we're doing it live but because uh, why the hell not right exactly yeah. sure you know uh shanti you couldn't be napping all night so we had to wake you up so let's go <laughs> let's go we uh, we got Dale uh, in the chat. We got Dave uh, in the chat. And uh, I want to thank uh, Davey Richards. Uh, he's uh, one of the people that chat, suggested. We got Oops, hold on a second. I just heard myself. That was weird. My uh, YouTube is not up. So uh, anyways, um, we got Davey. In the chat, Davey Richards, give him a follow. Uh, thank you very much. He's one of the guys that uh, gave us uh, tonight's topic as, as well as Ali K, uh, one of our very, very original uh, followers. So uh, he's up in Canada, a uh, great guy, and he does a lot of uh, cool art uh, and some awesome music. But um, we also, our third topic, uh, one of our new Star Wars friends, who uh, uh, apparently is driving now, so uh, we don't want him to, to crash. Um, but uh, Han talks first. Uh, a new follower. He posed a really interesting question for our third quick cuts uh, topic. We'll uh, we'll hit that up um, after we talk about these first ones. But um, who else do we got in the chat? The science fictionary, our family, uh, Red Five family. Matt Vader's here. What's up? And uh, Frank, we're ta- We were just talking about you, Frank, just a couple of minutes ago um your ears were ringing weren't they <laughs> Tis true tis true tis true so uh, be- before we get to uh the quick cut topics i wanted to ask you guys um there's been some rumors about casting when it comes to uh live you know some of the new star wars live uh, action series that are going on so ezra and uh thron we've got uh, supposedly we got some new actors are you guys following any of that
3: Yes. I saw Thron was supposed to be um, Mickelson's brother, right? Lars Mickelson? Lars,
1: right. Mm-hmm. The one who voiced him.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that is perfect.
1: Exactly. Do that. Exactly. Do that yeah.
3: all the
0: time.
1: And then um, <laughs> and then we got Ezra, Ezra. Ezra's supposed to be the Aladdin kid.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, Mena Masood, Masoud, Masoud. Yes. I believe not, you. You believe me? <laughs> I believe you. Okay. Excellent. I got a bridge to sell you too, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to all the new stuff. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, we are uh, there's a, I I can't remember. There's an account that keeps uh, posting. We are one day closer to uh, the Cassian Andor series. Um, obviously, that's that's going to be a favorite of mine. Uh, you know, the book of Boba Fett. Obviously, are there any new Star Wars items? Uh, whether it's on TV. Small screen or, or any other property that you guys are really looking forward to
1: I I, I agree with you. I'm I'm one of the few I think that's looking forward to Andor. I don't feel like a lot of people are looking forward to it I feel I was surprised to hear you say that you're looking forward to it because I really oh am God. as well
0: I yeah, I, I love that series. I love uh, Obviously rogue one special uh, place in our heart here at the scarce uh, scuttlebutt podcast We based our entire show on on, on that movie Uh, name and stuff like that but uh, Shanti what are you looking forward to? to?
2: Andor as well because I love Rogue One and for me Kenobi I'm looking forward to the Kenobi series that's the one I want.
0: I think uh, fans are going to collectively lose their minds when we start seeing you know the first trailers for the Kenobi series Um, you know Ewan, uh, Ewan McGregor um, maybe, you know, fighting, uh, somebody in a black cape and a <laughs> black helmet. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? That's, uh, there's also a little controversy about that meeting. Uh, but uh, I think it might work out. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm probably. For so you probably. can tell it to me. They can yeah. figure it out. You're, you're so gullible, man. What the hell?
1: I, I, I'm, I'm going. I was <laughs> we'll looking. Let's see what we I'm, can get. I'm I'm one of those ones who I shut off my brain to go to your last episode. I shut yeah, off my right. brain. Thank you. And that uh, obviously
0: is uh, a, a quote taken from uh, Matt Vader seventy four uh, and the guys over at the Salty Nerd Podcast uh, talking about turning off your brain. And that was a really good episode. Uh, we had yeah. definitely had some uh, some thoughts about that. But um, Scott Rapina's in the house. Thank you, Scott, for joining us. <laughs> So let's just get down to it. We got uh, our first uh, topic, and I wanted to dive right in. Uh, Thank you, Dave Richards, for this topic. Um, So let me read it right off of his post. Uh, TV, film, comic book franchise crossovers. Uh, Cash in or genuine attempt to introduce new stories and creative opportunities? Alien versus Predator. We're all familiar with that, both of those franchises. Freddy versus Jason uh he posts uh simpsons and family guy or maybe and this is kind of a funny one murder she wrote and magnum (laughs) pi um and he wrote yep that happened i think yeah i think he's right did that actually happen i'm gonna have to look that up on uh on youtube um but what do you guys think about that uh those franchise crossovers and i know you know i have designed a couple of scare scuttlebutt uh you know kind of logos with uh you know captain america and the avengers and 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 bond um doing our own little crossovers but what do you guys what do you guys think about doing those crossovers do you guys think it's they're valuable or do you think that they mess things up when it comes to their own you know their own um i don't know their own universe like like something like like a Star Trek versus Star Wars I mean that would kind of be mind-blowing to me but uh what about some of the other things that have been mentioned here
3: personally I think that uh it's it's excellent when it's done in fan service like for example uh G.I. Joe and Transformers had a crossover when we were kids um, and the you know people who watch both those shows thought that was great there was no toy line that came out with that there was no product development that went with that it was just a thing that they did because the two different groups would like it um, I think that that even applies to like the Freddy vs. Jason movie mm-hmm. that was just two fan bases that wanted to see a thing and the creators of a thing responded to that
0: yeah.
3: um, I think you know matlock murder she wrote was probably a ratings grab you know it's like how do we get these old people and these old people to watch this together before they die right 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 oh
0: my god
2: <laughs> He's
3: get, the, get the nielsen ratings up just for one day um i you know it, a lot of times it doesn't enrich or destroy a franchise it's mm-hmm. just a thing that happens some people look fondly on it other people don't
1: i i think it it depends on the franchises too i mean i i take example i have i have three little girls who watch all kinds of disney and nickelodeon television shows and they do a lot of those cross platform cross television shows and when it's done like that like you said there's no promotion to sell anything they're just putting these this group of television show with this group of television show and they're it's just there for the kids to enjoy. I think when it's done, right. It's, it's done. It's done right. Before we move on,
3: uh, one, one thing that illustrates that point, we saw, um, ET or ET's people in star Wars.
0: Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, it was a
3: nod to people who are like, Oh, I love that thing.
0: But, you know, as fans, obviously, now you've got folks that are, um, you know, thinking about that. So they're thinking about how uh, that changed the, 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 the feel of, of the movie E.T. back in 1983. Because since the E.T.'s were in episode one uh, during the council scene, they were, they were there. Now people are, like, drawing inferences about, you know, oh, now it makes sense that E.T. went to Yoda when or that little kid with a yoda mask because they must know yoda so Mm -hmm. it's it's one of those it's one of those funny things that that fans um you know kind of we we over i think we over examine things like that but it's i I think that's i I think it definitely has this you know epic uh you know fun thing of doing i mean you know we're, we're sitting there as kids uh playing with different action figures and doing our own mashups um you know, for, since we were younger. So uh, Shanti, what do you, what do you think?
2: I feel the same way. I think if it's, if it's done well, then it's done well. Uh, As with anything, I do think sometimes it is done maybe for the ratings or the cash grab, but all in all, I think it's fun. It also depends on the franchise. I personally disagree with the whole alien versus predator thing, but that could just be that the movies weren't well made in, in my opinion but i didn't necessarily I mind the crossover out. yeah i didn't necessarily mind the crossover it's it's the
0: execution mm-hmm. yeah with those movies I, I didn't really mind i mean you know they are what they are and they i, I think it it it's it almost fun. seemed yeah i they seem like a very appropriate fun you know crossover so it's kind of cool what other crossovers would you guys hate to see and now for me i i just mentioned star wars versus star trek and i think that would be almost like you know uh you know antimatter and matter uh touching each other and the universe just kind of exploding but what would you guys uh have absolutely no part of as far as a crossover series goes
1: star wars and marvel mm. I, oh, I don't want, i heard that i don't want to i don't want no, that no. <laughs> I don't want that. I there's it's not necessary. Yeah. Great.
3: Well heck you could put almost anything with Marvel because Disney owns everything. <laughs> this is right. true. Now it's we true. could put Aladdin and Marvel or right.
1: right.
0: Yeah.
3: Care Bears or something.
0: No, I would pay money for that. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine?
1: Every day can be a Care day.
0: I mean, yeah. now, obviously, you know, the multiverse existed. You know, I could totally see a Care Bear popping up somewhere.
3: You get, like, the Care Bear Smurfs death match,
0: that'd Right.
1: That fantastic. would be awesome. That would be, be fantastic.
0: <laughs> now, one of the things, obviously, we've got some crossovers that are not really intended as crossovers. So when Blade Runner came out, you know, people swore that they saw the Millennium Falcon in there uh, in, a, in a flyby shot. Um, these are all kind of like tidbits and things that the, you know, the special effects people behind the scenes were, were doing just to kind of, um, you know, kind of like as a homage to, to the properties that they're referencing. Obviously, Star Wars, um, ILM, Blade Runner, uh, you know, part of the Lucasfilm family. Um but uh, you know, it still gets fans talking. It still gets fans kind of like trying to to figure out the connection. You know, we 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 start making these connections uh, because of not only the crossovers, but some of the things that we see in the special effects. Like I said, you know, uh, what are like this uh, C three PO and R two D two as part of the hieroglyphs in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. Uh, but how wild would it be? if uh somehow those two worlds got connected
3: well my favorite theory uh about that is that when han solo's frozen in carbonite he's dreaming of the wow. stuff that um indiana jones did so the whole thing happens in his mind while he's frozen
0: that's interesting yeah and there is a comic book where i think uh indiana jones is looking for something in a in a in a jungle and they go up a ramp of this vessel or something, and then you see Chewbacca way in the distance. Um, mm. And uh, it turns out that uh, they found the Millennium Falcon buried in a jungle somewhere. Um, you can you you can see parts of it, but you can definitely tell it was the Millennium Falcon. So that that's uh, that's interesting stuff right there.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, that Vader brings up an interesting point. Uh, crossovers a lot of times are out of laziness they do things when they're out of ideas
0: well that's yeah that's definitely I mean that's that's where the money grab comes in mm-hmm. I think that's where the cash grab as they say you know starts to come in you know what what can we do that we already have what properties do we already have that we can kind of crisscross and mishmash uh, to generate more money to generate more cash instead of you know giving fans maybe something new whether right. it's with the same property or with you know something just completely new, mm-hmm. um, but um, I mean, what, what do you guys think about cash grabs? You do you think you know that obviously there's a lot of movies that have been classified by fans as cash grabs. Um, I'm gonna uh, say the um, the new uh, what uh, the basketball cartoon movie. What the hell is the name of it? Space Jam. Yeah, yeah Space Jam. I mean, it's it's bombing with fans, it's just almost like a carbon copy of the original. And the original obviously is a is a massive classic. But um...
3: it's pretty obvious the reason why. Yeah. Because the young generation now has no reverence for Looney Tunes. Whereas when the Michael Jordan one came out, we all still loved Looney Tunes because we grew up watching. Yeah. Whereas the kids now, they just didn't.
1: And then Michael Jordan.
2: Yeah, that the, the storyline is completely different. I mean, LeBron wasn't going through what Michael Jordan was going through at the time when the sure, first but English you can argue, out, so.
3: You could argue a 10, 11-year-old has the same reverence for LeBron James that you had for Michael Jordan. Maybe. I mean, Maybe.
1: It, mine was pretty strong. I, I think, named my kid after Michael Jordan. so. <laughs> true, but there will be people that name their I have Michael Jordan LeBron. tattooed on my body. Of course. So.
3: i just i'm just thinking that it's purely because the kids don't want to see it and the adults are offended because it's not mj a
1: little bit i watched it i watched i watched it i wasn't impressed with it and i'm not a lebron hater but i wasn't impressed with it it could (laughs) have (laughs) been i
2: also think it's too long for a kid's movie isn't it like two hours or something yeah it was a pretty long that's a little
1: long for a a kids' movie. yeah
0: but, you know, like like movies like that, you know, a lot of times I kind of figure that they're made for, for the parents more so than the kids. And, yeah. you know, obviously the parents grew up. There's Looney Tunes in it, like you said. We grew mm-hmm. up with Looney Tunes. So, you know, why didn't this one hit like the original one? Who knows?
3: Yeah, same reason the Tom and Jerry movie didn't get anybody to go to the theaters. Yeah. The adults were like, yeah, maybe, when I was yeah. seven.
0: But mm-hmm. not now. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we still do watch animated features. We still, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're all over the Bad Batch and some of the new stuff that's uh, coming out. We uh, uh, Scarf is going to do a special show in the future with uh, Ashley and Brandy about uh, animation and, and being adults. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's it's fascinating stuff. I think, uh, you know, Matt Vader said it here. He still watches Looney Tunes. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that.
3: Yeah, I don't have a problem with watching I, Looney Tunes, but I my love kids Tunes. like it.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like the you know all the stuff that that you know supposedly is getting yeah ruined by Hollywood now is stuff that we grew up with, and it's uh, somebody said it either in the chat here or now. It's like you know there's there's a lack of. Um, I don't want to go as far as saying respect, but maybe a lack of understanding of those properties yeah. that made them as popular as they were. You know, nowadays, it's just like, all right, let's just throw some, slap some shit together.
3: Well, Hollywood just can't get out of their own way. Look at look at the Transformers franchise. So, they, you know, everybody, once the nerds started ruling the world, they were like, hey, let's do Transformers. And then what do they do? The studio, the ones with all the money, finance, and it says, we want Michael Bay to do it. Michael Bay doesn't like Transformers, but who right. gives a fuck? <laughs> He'll blow it up, and then, you know, it'll sell. Right.
0: Yeah, it's true. And, you know, love or hate Michael Bay, I think he, he the, his style is definitely something that is his and his only. I mean, you know, who can direct an actor, you know, walking in slow motion in front of an explosion better than Michael Bay? Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
3: Look at the giant turmoil we got going on right now about the Masters of the Universe cartoon.
2: Yeah.
3: Right. Um, like it or hate it, you still have to acknowledge that Kevin Smith is a lifelong uh, Motu fan. Mm-hmm. And he wrote that story from the mind of a lifelong Motu fan. Whereas half the stuff that Hollywood's been giving us when they're regurgitating our childhood is by people who have no reference for the source material.
0: Right. It's true. I find that uh, that fascinating. So, you know, getting back to um, our uh, second Quick Cuts um, topic, uh, Ali K, and this is kind of related. uh, We were talking about Star Wars and Marvel and how we would hate that. But his question is, uh, if we can name one Star Wars character that gets to enter the Marvel-verse... Um, and then vice versa, we can name one Marvel character that, that might cross over into Star Wars. Who would it be? Shanti, I'm going to go with you first <laughs> because you are perplexed, confused, and horrified even at uh, that sentence. So it's, uh, it, it's definitely an interesting, like I said, it is. I, I definitely don't want any of that. No. Um, and again, you know, growing up uh, with comic books, we had a lot of um a lot of crossovers we had you know superman versus spider-man obviously marvel versus dc we had a lot of crossovers there uh but yeah star wars and marvel is is kind of an iffy thing you know we said it in the chat star wars and star trek I, i never want to live to see that happen um it's just too it's just too weird man but uh what do you think shanti marvel star wars star wars marvel Who do you picture coming over to the dark side? Uh,
2: Well, from Star Wars to Marvel, I don't know why. I immediately thought that Han Solo might fit in with the Guardians of the Galaxy crew. I could probably see that. But Marvel to Star Wars? You're going to have to circle back. I need time to think on that one.
0: I think uh, Rocket Raccoon would fit in there. I mean, we've got a a giant ant playing cards. Why not a raccoon with a semi-automatic machine gun? Oh, my God. (laughs) Right?
2: That's actually a good pick. I like that. But... But,
0: um, yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think a lot of those characters from Guardians of the Galaxy, especially that you know that aspect of the franchise, might kind of transfer.
2: because yeah, I can't over. see anybody else. I, it, it would have to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that Matt, was
1: my that was my answer when I saw uh, the question earlier today. Yeah. It was Peter Quill. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I see. I can see that. I can yeah. see him in, in Star Wars.
1: Matt hey, Vader's yeah.
0: got a, a perfect uh, perfect combination there. Chewbacca could hang out with. You with know, Groot. Groot, yeah, oh, and I thought fun. about that too. That would be awesome. Yeah. They would just
3: talk.
1: Nobody would know I what the group. hell they're saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am group. I am group. <laughs> what don't about him, you guys? Not, let's
1: not give them ideas, please. I don't yeah, want yeah. this to happen.
0: <laughs> I know. What about you guys?
1: Uh, my, my idea was stolen. It was Peter Quill yeah. was mine all day. That's the one I thought of <laughs> earlier.
3: I want to see uh, Doctor Strange as a Jedi.
0: Doctor Ooh. Strange. Oh, yeah. Or like a master, Jedi Master. Mm-hmm. Being able to that. open
3: yeah. time and move things around, and yeah,
2: I can definitely see that.
3: That could be fun. That's
2: a good pick.
0: It could be fun, but we don't need to make it happen. That's
2: exactly. Let's not <laughs> enable.
0: <laughs> yeah. It seems like us as fans, we we like to. You know, like when we were kids i want the peas to be in this section i want the mashed potatoes over here and mm-hmm. the carrots over here it's like we don't want like a mishmash and i know we have you know freddie versus jason somebody mentioned that in the chat um but uh yeah it's um i definitely don't want a lot of my stuff to mix uh for whatever reason but
2: um i feel horror is the only genre where that can that be might done. work yeah mm-hmm.
0: you
3: know um tron would be good
0: in marvel yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah.
3: Play him as the big mastermind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll give me that. always trying to figure people out.
0: Mhm.
1: Wait, did you say Tron?
3: <laughs> yeah. That would be cool too.
1: <laughs> or, this oh, is Tron. Guess. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I love Tron. Me too. <laughs> I have a huge soft spot for the Tron movies.
0: So do I. One day we'll got to talk Classic. about it. One one of them one of, you know, the the last Tron has to do with uh with the passing of my father uh in 08 and then i went to go see that movie and when they when when junior meets dad back in the computer i just lost it ah i bet fuck man i was just torn to pieces you know him seeing his dad again after thinking he was dead Mm -hmm. and me yeah but uh yeah that's that's gonna be another show man Yeah, I'd, uh, yeah. Be, I'd be in for that. Matt Vader's got another good one. Star Wars and Micronauts crossover. And I think, uh, didn't we have that in the early 80s? I th- I thought I remember a Star Wars Micronauts crossover. And damn, you are old, Matt Vader. Micronauts? I haven't thought of Micronauts since the, since the early 80s. Love it. That is awesome.
3: I might be too young for Micronauts. Yeah. I mean, I'm aware of what it is. Uh But I don't remember ever seeing it.
2: I don't know what it is.
1: (laughs) I'm opening a beer.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, those are some good ones. Um, So let's uh, I sent you guys that third topic. Shanti, you want to read that one off? And this is from uh, one of our new friends. Han talks first. He uh, looks like he also does a podcast, and love to uh, love to hang out uh, uh, with him on the uh, Scarif Live and then maybe do uh, a little crossover of our own with everybody. But um, Shanti, you want to read that last uh, sure. quick cut? Quick cut. This cuts. is a good one.
2: This is a good one. Should art be judged on its own or should it be judged with its respective artists? For example, if you have a highly acclaimed movie, but the artist behind is a terrible person, should that reflect the art itself? You could also think about actors, Kevin Spacey, for example. Some say watching him in movies today makes them uncomfortable. But should that affect classics like Seven or The Usual Suspects and how they hold up overall? Yes. Interesting. Very interesting.
0: Yeah, that is a good one. And, you know, the whole Kevin Spacey thing, too. I mean, you know, they they let him go from the last season of his show and they brought in um, uh, the wife as a character. And um, yeah, that's um, how. So how does your minds work as far as that goes? Are you able to see? you know, projects where maybe a director or somebody in the movie are just complete assholes and, and maybe did something wrong. I, the only thing that really comes to mind besides Kevin Spacey is, um, who's that director that likes young girls?
2: Well, all of them? <sighs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, right? Narrow it down there, Ro. Um, anyways, what do you guys think? I'm going to Google... Google this director while you guys talk about that.
3: I got a really uh i well I think it's an interesting way that I look at this um I feel like uh I'm okay with whatever art came from whoever as long as that art doesn't exactly reflect the thing about him that makes him gross um for example, if you had a Kevin Spacey movie where he was spending a bunch of time with fourteen year old boys. <laughs> I might have an issue with that particular film. If there was a Michael Jackson song that said, I like the way your little hand feels on mine. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like I might, I might have a disconnect right, right there. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it's not going ha- <laughs> to have a problem with dirty Diana anytime. Right.
1: <laughs> dirty
0: Diana. That's a good song. Matt Vader. Thank you very much. For, uh, you are my living Google. Roman Polanski is the, the oh, director. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: yeah. Um, to finish that off, though, um, when new projects come out with people I find morally reprehensible, I don't support that uh, financially. I just vote with my wallet.
0: Yeah, I can see that. That's probably the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably
3: won't ever go see an Army Hammer movie again.
0: Hmm.
2: Nope. Sure. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like with Kevin Spacey, although it it is strange and it could just be maybe they're not playing his movies as much anymore on TV, but ever since his scandal went down, I honestly now can't remember the last time I watched The Usual Suspects or watched American Beauty, which I love American Beauty. Mm -hmm. And it's not so much because I can't sit through it and watch. I still unfortunately think he is a great actor, but... There is something in me now that's kind of like I don't know if I would voluntarily put the movie on, but if he came out with a new project right now, I would not support it in the least bit and I probably would not watch it. But I could probably stomach watching what he's already been in.
0: Right. Yeah, it, it you know, our brains do kind of cut to that chase and yeah. and think about the you know, the fallout of whatever that actor or director was involved in and you know it's and sometimes it is distracting you know although you're you're watching this movie and and maybe it had nothing to do with with the overall concept of the movie but you're you know you're thinking about that and it does kind of affect how you how you perceive that movie
2: i mean look at harvey weinstein look how many movies have been produced by the weinstein company i mean what am i supposed to do at this point i don't believe especially when it comes to art i don't believe in censorship but, I, it's not, but it's not like I'm going to forget that these things happen. I'm not going to always have it running in the back of my mind. I still think Harvey Weinstein is an absolutely despicable person. But what am I supposed to do now? Literally cut everything that I love out of my life because it came from his production company? Well, I don't see myself doing that either. I don't know. Harvey it, Weinstein. It, it's, it's tough.
3: Harvey Weinstein doesn't write or direct movies either. No, and I understand,
2: but a lot of people feel by just watching it, you're giving the royalties that, you know what I mean? So it's, it's that kind of thing. And I don't, I don't see it that way.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. And I know a lot of people separate the art from the actor or the art Mm -hmm. from the director. Um, and I, you know, I, I think for the most part, sometimes, uh, you know and matt vader said it uh, i've heard him say it on the salty nerd podcast from time to time like if if we were to boycott like everything that we think we would like disagree with we'd be staring at the at a blank screen all the time yeah, we'd have nothing to do <laughs> we'd have nothing to do but um yeah so you know it's uh but you know what though don you have a point you know when you when you don't like something because of whatever reason, you do have, I guess, a, um, a way to vote, and that's vote with your wallet. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people did that, um, you know, for various other movies, uh, you know, or, or products. I know there's a lot of things happening in the entertainment world that uh, people are, you know, weighing in on. Um And, uh, you know, I think with Hollywood, because it is kind of a a factory that churns out product for us to consume in in the form of movies and, you know, music or whatever, um, you know, voting with your wallet is probably the best way to do it. And um, yeah, it's it's, it's just kind of interesting. It's a, a, you know, great question from our new follower. Um, Any other thoughts on that? Because, uh, you know, these are all kind of like really you know, deep, uh, deep questions that have their multifaceted answers, but, um, you know, and, and everybody has different sensibilities too, as far as what they will watch, what they will participate in, Mm -hmm. um, especially in movies.
1: Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I just, I'm not going to support scum or scummy people or things. So if, if there's an association with it, I can, I, I can do without it. Yeah. You know,
3: and ultimately I say, I don't want to know for the most part, because I mean, look right. at, we, we yeah. all love star Wars cause that's how we all got here. Mm-hmm. I assume that over the making of nine movies, there's some human being that was involved in making that movie. That is a pederast or a wife beater or some other form of monster.
2: Right.
3: Um, but I, if I don't know already, I just soon not know, you know, and Stop on my parade here.
0: Yeah, the uh, lighting director likes to play with.
3: Yeah, the one in the pink shorts. Right, exactly. Or oh, that was a boom operator, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah,
0: but I'm not going to judge. Um, I'm now... shorts. Next Scarif Con, I want you guys to come dress in pink shorts. shorts.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully I'm in good enough shape by then to do the shirtless thing, but not right now.
0: Great, guys. You know, these uh, Quick Cuts episodes are designed to be, you know, quick and fast and uh, fun. So uh, any final thoughts on any of our topics uh, before we uh, cut out tonight? I think we hit them pretty hard.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. That's what she said.
0: <laughs> and, Shanti, I guess you can go back to, to take your nap, continue your nap. <laughs>
2: watch parks and rec (laughs) lazy
0: so uh yeah i want to thank everybody in the chat Uh, we had a quite a nice group uh we never do these quick cut episodes live but uh, we did one live tonight and uh we're you know we did our our interview with mark austin last night i hope you guys caught that Uh, also on youtube check that out Hey, what's up, podcast family? Ro here. Just wanted to give our patrons a heartfelt thank you. Wonderful folks who have found it in their hearts to support the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. We're super lucky to have you. Folks like Amanda, Jedi Caligula89, Joey Rosales, The Salty Crew, Alex and Matt, super fan of many of the pods on the Red 5 Network backyard, TARDIS, Nicholas Schaefer, what's up, Nick? Chad at Hyperspace and Holocrons, Jay from Florida, and our newest patron, Frank V. Big thanks and a returning patron in the Executor tier, 97 Bravo. Huge respect, my friend. We thank you all for your support. And if you want to become more involved in the Scarif Scuttlebutt community and feel like becoming a patron, head over to patreon.com slash Scarif Scuttlebutt. Remember, we can't have the scuttle without the butt. And don't forget, it's always sunny on Scarif with patrons like you. Where can folks uh, find you guys?
1: Give them the Twitter because you messed Uh, it up. We are at
3: (laughs) A, the escape pod.
1: There you
3: go. On Twitter. And, and it's up I'm on screen.
1: I'm mm-hmm. at
3: Jetfire1979 on Twitter. He's... Oh,
1: my God. I have to tell my Twitter handle is <laughs> lowercase o, zero capital B-I-G, underscore capital L-O-V-I-N, low, <laughs> zero, lowercase o. There you go. Dude, you need yeah. to change that. Yeah. I know. I'm going to change it because I have to keep repeating it every week. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I need to simplify it.
3: I love it. Makes me laugh every time. Oh, I'm Della Snooch on Instagram. Because I
1: have to read the back of my eyelids just to repeat it. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. That's hilarious. And, awesome. Shanti, and Shanti, where can folks find you?
2: On Twitter at Chantal729.
0: And here at the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. Isn't that right? Yes. We had such a fun time yesterday talking with Mark Austin and uh, my uh, other co-host Brad uh, surprised us. I saw him tweeting something, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, are you around? <laughs> did you, did you stop blowing shit up in the South Sea or whatever it is that you?" Uh, but uh, yeah, he uh, he joined us, uh, which was great. And um, we're uh, we also recorded uh, with Frank, who's also in the chat. Thank you, I'm Frank, gonna... for. Uh, our time travel episode. That was a lot of fun. And, oh, Trevor uh, Beast is in the chat. Trevor Beast is in the chat. Thank you, guys. You know, I, um, before we leave, I just want to, again, I want to thank you guys for uh, heading down here to Chicago. We had uh, a, an amazing time at ScarifCon. And, uh, if, you know, if you guys in the chat don't know what ScarifCon is, just uh, do a quick search on the hashtag ScarifCon2021. Um, uh, the 19th of last month, we uh, was it the 19th? It was last month, sometime. It was I think it was no, the? was around the tenth. I Don't I even think. know the anymore. 10th. Right? Yeah, but. Um, I think it was the tenth. So. We all had a fun time at uh, the comic book store here in Chicago, and uh, with Dominic, we had dinner, and then uh, Shanti went dancing. <laughs> at uh, afterwards, at uh, what was the name of that? The Birdcage. The Birdcage. Yeah. That really that interesting like wall. Quite the bar. There you go. <laughs> yeah absolutely we're we're looking 20 forward 20 to 2022 yeah 2022. absolutely Everyone absolutely you guys you guys aren't that uh super far you guys are close three, no
3: three and a half hours
0: oh that's nothing no, it's nothing No. oh my god yeah definitely
3: nothing. we're hoping yeah. to get there for uh c2e2 this winter yeah that's in
0: yeah. uh that's in december and i know Shanti, you have uh, a little bit more of a happen. little bit more of a distance but um that's okay yeah
2: I'm trying to get used to traveling
0: Excellent, excellent. So, um, again, guys, thank you very much. This is uh, Quick Cuts, Episode 74, podcast show recording on the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. Any uh, final words?
1: Thanks for having us. Thanks,
0: thanks for, for being. Yeah. Thanks for coming.
1: Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Alright, this is Ro from the Scarf Scuttlebutt podcast. If you guys want to leave us a voicemail, I know I get uh, ridiculed for using voicemail by our resident techie, Mr. Sean, over at another Star Wars podcast. Uh, give him a follow, too. We're all located uh, very conveniently on the Red 5 Network website. Uh, check us out. There's definitely a podcast for everyone and uh we just love doing what we do and uh, sharing our love of all things geek whether you like star wars marvel dc comic books uh, we're all over the place we are there so check us out at the red five network but leave us a call leave a leave us a voicemail and give us a call at 773-234-8659 drop us a voicemail say hello we love hearing voices uh, more than the voices that we already hear exactly so uh this is ro signing off thank you guys in the chat may the force be with you brad stay safe wherever you're at and that is the scuttlebutt